Welcome back, pinball nerds, to episode 25. My name is Orbital Albert, and I'll be your host as I count down the top 10 best pinball podcasts. Now, to be fair, I will let you guys know that I have not listened to every single solitary pinball podcast, because there's a heck of a lot more out there than I thought there was originally, and there's no way on earth that I could not be biased, so it's possible that some of the things that I really like to hear about in pinball, like competitive play, um, the artwork, uh, the collecting side of it, not so much maybe the mods, not so much the code, uh, and certainly not so much you know the manufacturing, distributing. Those things don't really interest me that much, so I tend to listen to the blogs that are a little bit more about competitive pinball play and a little bit more sort of about the fun of pinball, a little bit more like vloggy or bloggy, a little bit less like newsworthy. Um, mind you, you'll notice I have many on here which are primarily news content blogs, which we've got to have those too because we've got to hear what's going on in the world of pinballers. All right, here we go. Number 10, Mrs. Pin Podcast. Mrs. Pin is hot and fresh on the market. She just came out uh, earlier this year and I was introduced to her by uh, Jeff Teols, Pinball Profile, recommended to take a listen. Um, she's really fun and interesting and excited and passionate about pinball and it reminds me of just sort of that first year and a half, two years when I first got into pinball, got my first new machine, you know, did a little bit of work on my first machine. Okay, I, I never worked on a machine, who's lying? Um, but it, just the passion she has for pinball and talking about even making her first finals at her first tournament. And it's, it's, it's A, interesting to hear a woman's perspective. It's B, interesting to hear another parent's perspective, just talking about the craziness of deciding whether or not to bring the kids to a, a pinball tournament. It's something I struggle with all the time um, because I know if I bring the kids, they'll be introduced to more pinball and therefore making their life more fun and interesting and therefore giving us have a better bridge to talk about things, but at the same time, if I do bring them, my tournament's not as fun when they're asking for things and I'm having to pay for them. And I'm and instead of just worrying about if I accidentally take someone else's extra ball or play out of turn, I now have to make sure they're not doing that sort of thing. But that being said, uh, herself and Mr. Pin, uh, her or Dr. Pin, I believe is his name is, is her husband. Um, you know, they go on some cool pinball adventures. And they talk about just kind of all things pitball. This one certainly is is more vloggy and less like news news wise, more just about the day to day life of uh, a pinball collector and a pinball player and a and a lover of all things pinball. So if you haven't listened yet to Mrs. Pin's podcast, get over there and take a listen. It is fun. I usually like to listen to Mrs. Pin like in the mornings, especially on a Monday morning if I'm driving somewhere for work or something and I don't want something too heavy or something to think about too much, that's kind of my go-to one. So take a listen. Number nine. This podcast uh, possibly maybe would have been uh, higher up, but they don't update as often, and I don't hear as many. And uh, But the ones that I had listened to, I did listen to it more back in the day, uh, is the Straight Down the Middle podcast. Uh, that's by hosted by Zach and Greg, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Zach's gone over to 
help with this weekend pinball. He's now like taking over hosting duties there. Anyways, uh, either way, the same humor and awesome voice that Zach used on Straight Down the Middle, he also uses on um, This Week in Pinball. So I'm not sure if he's doing both or what, but great one to check out if you haven't so far. Nice job, Zach and Greg. All right, so number eight on the list is my good friends, Tony LaViolette and Mike Dimas. Um, just finished listening to their most recent episode which is called the House of Vache. Anyways, this is an interesting episode where they go and pick up some pinball machines. This episode, um, this podcast is really personality heavy. They don't do tons of news stuff. So the, the blessing and the the blessing of that is that uh, you know these these podcasts will never really be dated because they're almost constantly going on trips to pick up old machines. In podcasts where they're doing a lot of reviews, of course, uh, like my review of Oktoberfest, probably a year from now, no one will ever, ever listen or care that that exists. But if you, listening right now, in your car, at home, in your shower, wherever you are, playing pinball, if you haven't heard it, go ahead and listen to it before you get a play-in, because, um, yeah, I think I did a good job on that one. It's actually my uh, most listened to podcast, so... Um, now, of course, I will mention I did not put myself here on this list. I think maybe I'm, I think I've entered the top 20 of the top 21 uh, podcasts out there, but I think I'm nowhere near these top guys, and that's obviously why I didn't put myself there. Mind you, if I do this a year from now, uh, no, even my ego probably wouldn't be that big, but I was going to say if I do it a year from now, I would like to hope to think if someone does this a year from now that I could break into the top 10 eventually. That would kind of be my goal anyways. Uh, of course, the most important goal is just having a record for myself of uh, kind of what happened and what went on, and that's, I'm kind of making this podcast more so for myself and close family members and friends to be able to have a record of all these sort of tournaments as opposed to necessarily for the general public. But that being said, if you are listening to this and you're enjoying it, then I'm happy. Um, so yeah, if you haven't listened to the, the Canadian Pinball Podcast, toss that into Google and have a little listen. I know they're also on Podcast Garden. Um, and then uh, they also have a Facebook group, which they're somewhat active in. And um, yeah, that's mostly Tony and Mike just going on road trips, talking about what new machines Mike's got and Tony's got and what they're working on and what they've done to newer machines. Um, it'd be cool to hear a little bit more, like I guess competition stuff or kind of like uh, reviews but like I said there's tons of other podcasts for that so great job guys keep it up and if any of you listeners haven't heard it get over there and check out what us Canadians are doing here in the good old Canada all right number seven uh, I touched on this briefly uh, before but it's this week in pinball um I've heard people call this the Wall Street Journal of Pinball. I think another podcast mentioned them as that or something. Um, but basically, uh, this is where you're, this is your top news site. Uh, these guys are going to be hearing about, especially the, um, it's not so much Zach, the host, uh, but it's the gentleman who runs the website. I'm forgetting his name right now. But uh, if you head over to the website this week in pinball, it's not just the podcast. They've got interesting updates and articles about all things happening in pinball 
and uh, that's really a cool go-to site. I find myself going there a few times a week, um, more and more often. Yes, I do enjoy the podcast, but even more so, I just I like checking out all the new things on the site. So, yeah, keep it up, guys. Great podcast. Number six is the uh, Bro. Do you even talk pinball? So this is by uh, Kevin and Nick Lane. Uh, from Buffalo Pinball. These guys are great, by the way. I love, love watching your live streams. They're, they're so fun of uh, uh, games. I did just watch... Um, there's more members to Buffalo Pinball than just them, of course. And I did just watch... Um, I think Rudy was doing a Buffalo Pinball live to air for the new Beatles. And uh, I had a lot to say about that. And I thought... And I'll be honest. It's, it's a, probably a pretty glowing review. So if any of you Pinside haters are there hating on the Beatles, go back and listen to one of my past two podcasts, I think episode 22 or 23, why I talk about why you should go into the reveal unbiased. Now, I was originally talking about the Jack Danger review that's coming up still tomorrow, Friday at 4 p.m., uh, Friday the 29th at 4 p.m., um, but it, anyways... These guys, going back to the podcast, these guys do a great job. Sometimes I do watch it on YouTube. Um, I think they also just regular podcast it, so it's sort of like a video podcast, which I guess would be more like a, well, still a podcast if you're doing the video, right? But anyways, you guys can watch the video version, and I believe there's an audio standalone version as well. Um, These guys do a really good job. Um, I had the pleasure of playing with Nick at a Bluffs Pinball Championship uh, last Christmas, I was pretty so- sick, so I didn't talk to you too much, Nick, But and I'd only seen a video of maybe one of your videos before that he came out and played, and he was a very hospitable gentleman and really nice, and I really like listening to him talking about, uh, you know, getting pinball machines, and uh, he's been operating now for a year and a half, and um, both of them have some pretty darn good banter back and forth, which is part of what I think really makes a, a great pinball show, which is why I do, moving forward, want to have, well... Maybe I should be looking for a regular co-host. Um, I do plan on co-hosting. Um, I believe that hopefully, fingers crossed, um, I'll uh, get to do an interview with Mark and City of uh, the homebrew pinball machine fame, uh, the night before Christmas, Tim, Tim Burton's classic. So he made his own pinball machine. I'm hoping to interview him for that. So, um, and because we know each other pretty well, we should be able to have some enjoyable banter there. Um, but I also am hoping to get Mike Dimas of the aforementioned uh, Canadian Pinball Podcast, him and Tony. I want both of them to do a kind of just more of a fun one, um, just talking about some of their pinball adventures of collecting and hundreds of machines, you know, Mike's gone through now and uh, that sort of thing. So, yeah, look for that in the future. And if any of you would like to be my permanent co-host, especially if you live anywhere within the London to greater Toronto area in that uh, range, let me know um, at www.pinballnerds at gmail.com. Sorry, I forget the www. And uh, you can also get a hold of me on Facebook if you're not like an emailing type person and you prefer just to join me on Facebook. You can look me up, not under Orbital Albert, just under Albert Agar. Last name is A-G-A-R. Um, all right. So, moving forward to number five. Number five on the list is the Slam Tilt Podcast. So, that's hosted by Bruce Nightingale. 
as, as well as Ron Howlett, I believe. Um, yes, I think so. Uh, but if I'm wrong, I apologize. I'm going from memory here. Um, they just announced, I heard it on their podcast, and then shortly after on Pinball Profile um, with Jeff Teolis, I just heard that Slam Tilt is going to be going down to no longer doing weekly podcasts. And here I am doing three a day right now, which um, I, I, I have time to do right now, unfortunately, because I don't run a barcade or operate a number of machines or run a league. But that may change in the future, and then I won't be able to do as many. So, guys, I'm not judging. I do believe in quality over quantity. Um, and maybe not in my case, but certainly in your case. The quality was up there every episode you ever had. And uh, moving forward, they're not going to be committing. They might do one every other week. They might do one a month or just whenever they have time, which I totally understand. Um, I think that Ron was spending more time at a barcade that he owns now or something. But those guys are great. They have some good banter back and forth. Uh, it's very newsworthy. Um, Bruce has collected something like 300 pinball machines over the years. I just heard him mention... Um, on actually uh, the latest episode of Jeff Teolis' Pinball Profile. So, um, yeah, go ahead and listen to that if you haven't as well. So, next would be number four in our list of the top ten. And that's going to go out to, speak of the devil, Jeff Teolis' Pinball Profile. So, I think Jeff probably does the best job editing uh, and doing sound and just being very professional um, as well as just, you know, there's hardly any background noise when he's interviewing. Um, now, to be fair, Jeff is a radio show host um, by profession. I believe that's his day job. And uh, so, you know, he knows how to do that stuff. And I wouldn't expect any less from someone who's worked in radio that long, but he does a great job. And what Jeff really does a good job doing is he, he breaks it down. Jeff hasn't been around maybe as, as long as some of these people um, you know, d doing the podcast and certainly not collecting or, um, I know he has a great collection, but like fixing them, he's kind of like me, he doesn't know as much of that stuff. I'm sure he knows more than I do because I'm probably at the very bottom of that list. But, uh, what I was getting at is that he will ask a lot of the same questions that I'm wondering when he's interviewing a designer or someone that does coding or music or artwork, the same questions he would ask them about how that works is kind of like how a lot of people who maybe aren't into the technical and maintenance and coding side of it as much would also be asking. At the same time, he literally gets like, you know, the top people out there, like he's had Zach Sharp on several times, um, you know, pretty much anyone who's anything in pinball has been on his show, you name it, including all the other podcasts. So yeah, Jeff just does a great job. I suspect if you are a pinball listener and you're listening to this you've probably heard a pinball profile but if not get over there and take a listen he's uh well over 100 episodes deep and uh they're really well done really professional and they come out very regularly as well so cheers jeff all right time to move on to number three is coast to coast pinball Hosted by Nate, I believe it's Nate Shivers. Um, I just listened to the most recent episode, episode 245. So Coast to Coast Pinball is just really good. It's, uh, you know, there's over 200 episodes. They come out very regularly. 
Uh, he also seems to get a fair amount of big names to go on there, like uh, Pinball Profile. Um, just recently had George Gomez, doesn't get much bigger than that. Spent some time talking about Deadpool. Um, yeah, so just really professional, well done, well thought out, well edited. The sound is great, just interesting. Um, yeah, just overall great podcast. Get over there and listen to Coast to Coast if you haven't. Number two on my list of my favorite top 10 pinball podcasts is the uh, is Canada's podcast. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that quite right. I heard you say it a couple times. Kennedy's. Kennedy's. Um, this guy's got like the most I've ever seen. I think he's at like 340 or something right now. Um, really funny. Very funny guy. Probably could have had a, uh, a job as a, a comedy writer. Uh, maybe in a, a B-side sitcom. You know, not like, a, I'm not talking a, a Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm type level or Cheers or something. But um, really funny guy. What I love is he shoots from the hip. Um, even myself, I, I would like to try to consider myself kind of going sort of the route he, he goes, you know, closer to, closer than maybe most of the other news type ones. However, um, from time to time, I understand his comments have gone past the line and has been banned from pretty much every, I know like his episode like 17 or something, he had already been banned from Pinside. Hopefully he's got back in there again. Um... Of course, maybe he's friends with Pinside PD. Who knows? Um, but basically, uh, he he you know he's not catering to any company. He's not catering to any competitive players. I don't think he plays a lot of competitive pinball. That's probably the only side of the podcast that I don't love is there's not lots of talk of competitive play. But he certainly does a phenomenal job shutting down uh, the Pinside babies, as he calls them. Uh, if you ever listen to that, it's it's really cool. He does a really neat intro song where he even played uh, the Muppet Baby song and did, you know, just told everyone to shut up every time they're complaining too much about something. So, yeah, that one I was surprised by. That one I just listened to, started listening to recently and just, um, I will catch up on it someday, but it's going to take some time to listen to those hundreds and hundreds. And now, drum roll please, for number one. I think a lot of people would say this is their favorite. This is the Head to Head podcast. <coughs> oh, excuse me. It's so friggin' funny I just coughed. And I'm, I'm fighting a little bit of a cold. But uh, this is featuring Ma Marty? Marty and Ryan? Uh, Marty? I can't say it right. I'm not going to try. But their Aussie accents are the best. But more, like, okay, the only thing better than the Aussie accents is their banter. These guys, I don't know how long, many years they've been friends in real life or not. They sound like they're lifelong friends. They really like, like to bug each other. They get in some great shots. They're funny. They're interesting. They're informative. Uh, basically, the perfect example of what are really good, really entertaining the question is, some of these podcasts here in the top 10 are extremely informative, but maybe not that funny. And then some other ones are a little bit funny, but maybe not that informative. And these guys are both. These guys are the perfect mix of absolutely doing both of them. And uh, keep it up head to head. 
Uh, support these guys in any way you can because we want to keep them around for a long time. Head over to their website, buy whatever they got. I don't know if they have t-shirts or buttons or stickers. They should have all those things if not, but if not, just send them lots of love. And I know that I did hear on one of the podcasts that they did come to the one when it was it Ryan maybe came to North America or maybe both of them, maybe Ryan and Marty came to uh came to North America to play some tournaments because of course they live down under and there is tournaments there but there's not as many tournaments I'm sure and uh, I'm very confident that the size of Pinberg's size tournament is not there or else I would have heard of it by now and since I can't ever seem to get into Pinberg I probably would have gone there to do it because Australia is still on my bucket list that's going to conclude the top 10 pinball podcast thank you so much everyone for listening before i go i will tell you that my hats off to you pinballer is going to go to no one's surprise marty and ryan these two guys are fun uh of any two guys in all pinball you're the two guys that i'd love to sit down the most with and have a drink maybe pour some craft beer maybe have Whatever, whatever it is, whatever your poison is, I don't even care. We can go straight edge for it and go totally sober. I'd still have a great time. But these are the two guys that I think that I would have the most fun hanging out with and talking to. So, I will say this. Ryan and Marty, if and when you decide that Head to Head Pinball Podcast needs a Canadian ambassador, I'm first in line. That's right. I'm first in line. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to our special episode 25. And remember to eat, sleep, breathe, pinball. Pinball.